0: and it's 20 past 12 here on Te Purongo o Te Paututanga. And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. And Kim, Fletcher Building's still hopeful despite that poor earnings forecast.
1: Kia ora, Rowan. That's right, Fletcher Building has cut its earnings Guidance because of a slowing economy, a fall in house building and wet weather. The company now expects full-year operating earnings before significant items of about $800 million. In February, it forecast $800 to $855 million. Last year, the company had operating earnings of $756 million. Chief Executive Ross Taylor has told an investor gathering the results will be solid, but the company sold fewer houses and its buildings, products and distribution businesses are feeling the impact of a slower economy. But he says by improving margins through price increases and controlling costs, the company is
2: well placed. We will deliver a solid 2023 financial year. We're well positioned to perform in the 2024 financial year and through the cycle. We're getting close to having the legacy construction projects in our rearview mirror. We're actively focused on further improvements to our overall operational performance and have a good set of metrics beyond just margins to demonstrate progress. We're well into 800 million of committed growth projects, which we're confident will be delivered well and set us up for significant extra earnings in the next two two to three years. And there remain plenty of other growth opportunities, which we can take advantage of once we have a firmer sense of when the cycle is returning to growth.
1: That's Fletcher Building Chief Executive Ross Taylor. A former bank boss believes the way New Zealanders manage their money is helping to drive bank profits. The Commerce Commission is to inquire into, into competition for personal banking services. The Chief Executive of mortgage broker Squirrel, David Cunningham, doubts the survey will bring about change, but he says one factor boosting big Profits for banks is people keeping money in non interest earning accounts. Mr. Cunningham, the former chief executive of the cooperative bank, told Nine to Noon banks prey on disengaged customers.
0: There is actually a very simple solution here, and it's all about educating New Zealanders to take more notice of how they manage their money. And there's five billion of super profit because you and I and Millions of New Zealanders are lazy with how we make, make our money and banks' products are set up to exploit that laziness. And if I'm a bank and you know customers have got 20,000 in their transaction account, earning them nothing and as a bank I can lend that out and make you know a good margin on it, why would I tell you hey Catherine, why don't you move this money to this turn deposit at 5.5 percent?
1: The Commerce Commission will release a preliminary issues paper about the banking sector in August. The New Zealand stock market has missed out on the strong tech sector-led market rally in major overseas markets. The benchmark top 50 index is up less than 3% so far this year and has been stuck in a rut in recent months after a lacklustre mini-reporting season along with high interest rates and a softening economy here and in our key trading partner, China. Devon Fund's Head of Retail, Greg Smith, says the NZX has few technology companies, which is a feature of booming overseas markets, such as the NASDAQ, which has risen more than 30% so far this year.
0: Obviously there's a lot of frenzy around AI. You know, We don't really have companies uh, with with that sort of exposure in New Zealand, so yeah, we've certainly missed out on that. Yeah, and the other aspect as well is our currency it has been quite... Um, quite firm which is certainly not a uh, a tailwind to our exporters.
1: Greg Smith says the New Zealand market is not alone in missing out in the strong global rally with the blue chip dominated Dow Jones market up less than two percent since the start of the year. And China's spluttering economic recovery after COVID lockdowns has global investors cutting forecasts for economic growth. China's central bank cut its main benchmark lending rates for the first time in 10 years. Wall Street bankers say China's expected recovery has fizzled out, property investment rates have dived, factory activity has slumped, exports are down, retail sales are sluggish, and youth unemployment is surging. New Zealand exporters are also struggling with weak demand for dairy, meat and logs. The senior research fellow at the Carnegie Asia Programme, Yukon Huang, says growth is now expected to be just over 5% this year.
0: The economy is stagnating, in some cases declining. It cannot rely upon the old growth forces of the past, property market, infrastructure, exports. It hasn't been able to develop new sources of growth. Consumption has not picked up as rapidly as one would expect. So many analysts are saying that the Chinese economy is likely to actually Decline in growth next year compared to this year. This year's numbers are likely to be high because last year's base was so low, so exaggerates, in fact, the performance.
1: Yukong Huang says the jobless rate in China for 16 to 24 year olds has passed 20%. It's a huge concern for policymakers and signals further economic decline. Let's head back to New Zealand now and check on the markets. We're joined by Mark Fowler of Hobson Wealth for the latest. Kia ora, Mark. What are the major movers on the New Zealand market today?
0: Good afternoon, Kim. Uh, A couple of the major movers this morning have been Fletcher Building, uh, your earlier story, talking around a bit of of softness in growth and uh, revising the earnings down for next year. So the market hasn't taken too kindly. It's down now about 1.5% trading at $5.14. Uh, another couple of names under pressure is Sinlay Milk, the milk processor, that's down about one and a quarter percent, trading at one dollar and sixty-seven cents. Uh, also, Ryman, uh, the retirement village operator, that's down about one percent, trading at six dollars and forty-one cents. I have it on the sort of more slightly positive side of the ledger main freight that's up close to 1% trading at $72.28. Also got Somerset Group that's up about 1% trading at $9.50 and the NZX 50 gross index uh, holding firm at sort of 11,789 points so a bit of a mixed bag on the open this morning.
1: And not long into trading on the ASX but how is that looking?
0: Uh, Look, the ASX has opened up slightly weaker. and That's really been led by the resource sector. So the S&P ASX 200 is at 7,339 points, down about a quarter of a percent. Um, As I said, some of those resourcing names, so BHP Billiton, that's down close to 2%, trading at $45.92. Eucarist Mining, that's down 2%, trading at $26.22. And Rio Tinto, also down, uh, trading at $116.25. So a fraction weaker than our domestic market.
1: Right, and how's the New Zealand dollar trading today?
0: Uh, So New Zealand dollar, uh, that's sort of holding firm against the US uh, just below 62 cents at 61.70. Against the Aussie we're at 90.80, against the Japanese yen 87.25. Against the sterling we're at 48.30 and the Euro 56.50 with the New Zealand trade weighted index currently at 71.30.
1: And that leaves interest rates, oil and gold.
0: Yeah, sure. So interest rates uh, at short term remain elevated. So three month bank bills they're trading at five point seven one percent today. Uh, New Zealand ten year government bonds they are at four point four five percent. Terms of oil so West Texas Intermediate trading at seventy one U.S. dollars a barrel. And finally, gold spot gold trading at U.S. dollars one thousand nine hundred thirty six an ounce.
1: Kia ora Mark, that's Mark Fowler of Hobson Wealth. Team will bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Rowan, that's business.